Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Ross Tucker. It's quarter number three. That means it's time to ask Ross. This is where we take your questions for Ross, and the best question wins the KSN Polo. If you want to submit a question for Ross, really easy. Just download our app, Keystone Sports, and you'll see the Ask Ross button. All right, Ross, ready for your questions? Absolutely, always. I love it. All right, let's, uh, let's start with Bill in Dallas, who says, on the offensive line, we are basically trading Rasheed Walker, Eric Wilson, and Mike Miranda for Fashanu, Tengwall, and either Hunter Norzad or Sal Warmly. Would you make that trade? Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. I think Fashanu will step up and probably be about as good as Rasheed Walker was. Um, I think Norzad ends up winning one of the jobs and probably ends up being comparable to Miranda, if not better. And I think Tangwall has a chance to be better than Eric Wilson was. So, yeah, I think I would make that trade. It's probably close. It's not like a uh, – I don't think it's a sizable difference, but I think there's some more upside to it. And I think it's easy to look at Rasheed Walker's potential but he didn't realize it or at least I didn't think he did uh Ross while there so um I would make the trade also let's go to Ken in Mount Holly Springs who says Jim and Ross love your show first of all thick or thin crust second will name image and likeness work like the NFL with kids with the bigger NIL contract getting a longer look for that starting job? If so, what are the longer-term ramifications for collegiate athletics? Thick or thin crust, Ross? Wow, so definitely thinner crust, okay? For me, the, the dough is not the star of the show. Write that down. That should be a theme for pizza, pizza places out there. The dough is not the star of the show. The star of the show is the cheese, the sauce, and the toppings. Okay? The dough is more or less a conduit to the delicious flavors that reside on top of the dough. Okay? It's a vehicle, if you will. You know, I know people that love, like, pan pizza. No. They love, like, uh, that's just too much bread. And it's just, no. It, it takes away from the topping. The, more, the, more, the thinner the crust, the more you're tasting topping. And so, yes, I like thinner crust. And that's a really interesting question. And I would say good point that he brings up regarding NIL. I think there will be some of that. I think there will be some of that pressure. So so now, the way it is now, Jim, coaches are going to really need to for their boosters to step up, 
right? Like, money, Jim, is almost undefeated, okay? You know, I think somebody told me this one time. Money and women are undefeated, all right? So, like, th those are the things that... <laughs> Those are the things that help people make decisions, right? And I think college coaches are going to realize they need the money guys. They need the boosters to get these collectives and get the money for NIL. They need that if they want to get these recruits. And so they're going to keep those guys happy so that the checks keep coming, so that the NIL money keeps coming, so that they can keep getting good players, so that they can keep their jobs. So um, I do think there will be some pressure to go ahead and, if they can, try to give the benefit of the doubt to the kids that get the big NIL deals. I think there's some, there, I think there's some truth to that, for sure. Has that already happened, Ross, with the guy? Coaches will always say it's not the case, but does the kid who's already a five-star get the uh, benefit of the doubt over the three-star kid? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's exactly correct. Um, I think they do give those guys a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt because they were five-star for a reason, because of all the hype they got, and really because they, have, they should have the physical ability to be able to play um, at a high level. So they want to give those guys every opportunity to show they can do it. Okay, next up is Jimmy from Forest City. And a quick note, uh, Jimmy's question came in prior to the announcement that Minnesota, which is scheduled as a night game, will be the whiteout game. And that was chosen over Ohio State, which will probably be a noon game. But Jimmy's question essentially is, Penn State, well, which way would you have gone? Would you have picked Minnesota, the night game for the whiteout, or would you have picked Ohio State at noon? Definitely, without any hesitation, the night game. What makes it special is the lights and the white. I don't know. Some Somebody smarter than me, Jim, some scientist or whatever can tell you what, but the combo of the beautiful Beaver Stadium lights on everybody wearing white it looks like the brightest it's like the brightest lights you'll ever see at night it's like the place glows so that was the right choice i think the wrong choice is the ohio state game being at noon which is not penn state's choice but very very disappointing because that game that's a big competitive advantage that they're not getting now for the Ohio State game. I agree. I would love to have seen Penn State flex its muscles and say, no, that's not going to be a noon game. It's going to be a night game. Just the same way Michigan and Ohio State, they insist that their game is last game of the season and it starts at noon. Every year it's that way because that's what the schools want. Why can't Penn State flex their muscles the same way? All right. Uh, Ross. Next up is Greg in Norristown. He says, Ross, Mike Yursich calls you later today for advice going into the 22 season. What do you tell him? It's an interesting question. Um, 
I guess I tell him a few things. Don't be afraid to make the switch at quarterback if it presents itself. Um, you have to get more out of the running game somehow, some way. And number 10 might be a pretty good way to do that. His name's Nicholas Singleton. And I would go with a lot of two tight end sets. I would use a lot of two tight end sets. I think Strange, Johnson, and Warren are a pretty good trio. And that they should be able to get some good production out of those guys. I think Strange and Johnson can be attached and be blockers. Or you can put them out wide and they end up being receivers. I think there's some value there. Uh, mentioning Singleton, Ross, I don't know if you saw this. Somebody put out their preseason all-Big Ten team where they go like three levels deep, uh, three or four levels deep, and they actually had Nick Singleton as third or fourth team all-Big Ten, which, which I thought was interesting. Uh, next up is Paul in Danville. Paul says, Ross, when you advise high schoolers on their selection of a school, what is the one thing that you tell them that might surprise fans? Don't pick a school based on the coaches at all. Do not pick a school based on the coaches. I mean, I'll give you an example, a personal example. So... You know, I, I'm very close with former Penn State letterman Todd Rucci. You know, we both live in central Pennsylvania, former NFL offensive lineman. So he's a good friend of mine. Both of his boys play at Wisconsin, which is great. Um, you know, the tight end, the tight end coach is not the guy that recruited him and was a tight end coach. The offensive lineman, the younger one, Nolan, the O-line coach left to go to Virginia Tech with Pry, so it's not the O-line coach. So you absolutely cannot, should not make a decision based on who you think your position coach is going to be because it can and often does change. I think that would probably surprise people who think, you know, way, way too many kids make the decisions based on coaches. I like this coach the best. I like this coach the best. And then the guy leaves. And what? Now what? You really should make the decision based on the school, the academics, other things that are important to you. Maybe it's location, whatever. And the other players on the team. Are you like the other players on the team? You know? And I was just going to ask, how often do the players ignore that advice? Because you're right, it seems like every time I see a quote from a player who made a decision, either the first or second words out of his mouth are, oh, I, I love the position coach. Always. Almost always, and I think it's a mistake. I mean, look, I don't think you should go somewhere if you hate the position coach because he's going to be your coach probably for at least that year. <laughs> But that should not be a deciding factor. Well, you know, head coaches typically stick around a bit. 
it looks like James Franklin is going to be around for a while. You go to Alabama, you know, uh, Nick Saban's been there so long. Dabo Sweeney's been so long. But the position coaches, it does seem like they uh, they rotate. I'm uh, going to sneak one in here quickly. Uh, Tony from Philadelphia. Ross, I'm a traditionalist. Almost nothing gets my blood boiling more than stories about school supporters allegedly offering $8 million uh, to, to an individual player. If you were NCAA commissioner, would you require all NIL money to be equally divided among players? Absolutely not. Uh, this is a much longer conversation. I want you to ask me this again next week, Jim, because I want to talk about, uh, I want to dive into this more. We will talk about this next week. That's it, though, for quarter number three. Stick around. Quarter number four, Andy Shea is back, and we'll name our winner. Stay tuned. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State-Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com.